The police are on the hunt for a woman who deliberately coughed on a one-year-old baby. And disposable urinals are one of the summer's most popular items. Tinder's catfish detector now available in the UK. Oh, yes. These are the weird stories for Thursday. No, Wednesday. No, Thursday. <laughs> this is, where, is my, where is my mind? Yeah, guys, uh, between working a job and doing this, I'm losing the days, guys. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I'm so happy to be here recording the show in a closet for you. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm there. You're here. I got your ear. <laughs> hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. The police are looking for a lady who coughed on a baby. Yeah, they're looking for a woman who deliberately coughed on a one-year-old baby after arguing with the baby's mother. Uh, This is a terrible individual, obviously. Why would you cough on a baby? What's wrong with you? The incident occurred at approximately 5 in the afternoon at a yogurt land. (laughs) Yeah, where baby arguments usually begin, a yogurt land. (laughs) This is very coincidental. I was actually at a yogurt land two days ago with my friend Dwayne. I had never been to a yogurt land. I was very excited to be able to pump the yogurt myself. I thought that was fabulous. But then in the middle of pumping, all I could think about was, wow, how many dirty hands have touched these pumps you know, during a pandemic. And then I was very freaked out. And then I thought about it later when I was eating my yogurt and it, it kind of ruined the experience a little bit for me. Um, I did see one baby at the yogurt land. Did not spit on the baby. All right. Because I'm an upstanding citizen. I don't spit on babies. I spit on infants only. <laughs> you got to be over three and I'll spit. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. Disclaimer. Neither weird. Did I say it right? Neither weird AF news nor Jonesy condones spitting on babies or infants. I'm sorry I went on the tangent. Let's get back to the story. Back to the lecture at hand. Okay, so San Jose, a yogurt land. Uh, San Jose's in California, in case you're unaware. Uh, The suspect, a woman described as a white female in her 60s. Oh, shame on you. You should know better. She was standing in line in front of a mother and her one-year-old child who was in, in a stroller when she allegedly became upset with the mother for not maintaining proper social distancing. Wow. Upset with the mother for not maintaining social distancing or upset with the baby for not maintaining social distancing. She spit on the baby, perhaps. The preliminary investigation, though, revealed the suspect was upset the female was not maintaining the proper social distancing. So the suspect removed her face mask, got close to the baby's face, oh no, and coughed not once, not twice, but three times. She coughed on the baby three times. How did nobody punch her in the face between cough number one and two is what I want to know. If I saw a grown-ass woman coughing on a baby during a pandemic, I would slap that lady in the face. I don't care. I don't care if I got a fine. I would slap her in the face for, you know, attempting to kill that baby, perhaps. Here's a quote. I believe this woman may be racist because the family in front of her is white. Me and my grandma are Hispanic. Oh, this is a quote from the woman, the mother. She says her and her grandmother... We're, we're Hispanic, and she started telling me about my distance and harassing me and my son once I started speaking Spanish to my grandmother. Uh, unbelievable. They, uh, she said her son had a slight fever after the coughing incident, but that he's doing okay. She is hopeful that he does not contract the coronavirus. Well, you should get him tested. You got coughed on by an old lady. 
Get that test, man. Hey, look, if, if you can't get a free test for that baby, I'll raise money to get that baby a free test. That's what I'm all about. I'm all about free baby testing if they've been coughed on by, a, by an old light, white lady. <laughs> this isn't coming out, right? If he were to get sick, it's just, I can't even imagine, the mother said. Yeah, I don't blame you, mother. All you do is you go to a yogurt land, a friendly, a friendly place. It's bad enough you got to touch those tainted little yogurt pumps. Uh, next thing you know, you're being spit on by a lady. And one of the unfortunate fallouts to this story is they haven't caught this lady. The police are asking the public for help identifying this suspect that's involved in the case. There's a photo of the woman. They got it on CCTV, apparently. They described the suspect as a white female in her 60s, medium build, wearing a gray bandana, glasses, long sleeve shirt with gray vertical lines, white dress pants. I love how they describe what they're wearing as if they're going to wear that every single day. This isn't a cartoon character. Police department, do you know that? People actually change their clothes. <laughs> it's not like every time you see Yosemite Sam, he's got the same outfit on. Um, the mother said more, quote, coughing on someone's face. She did it on purpose. It's not like she did it on accident. Oh, cough, cough. No, she purposely coughed on my baby's face. It happened so quick, I was in total shock. She got very close. She took off her mask and she coughed three times super hard onto my son's face. Oh, man, I'd be totally just shocked at this. The trauma, the trauma, the poor baby trauma. As of now, the suspect remains unidentified and on the run. They say that. They really say on the run. <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of a of a movie where you, the, the protagonist or the antagonist coughs on a baby's face and then has to flee from the police. And they, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is a terrible idea for a movie. But I mean, like kind of appropriate during a pandemic, you know, or like maybe this person, like maybe the story is there's a superhero and then there's a supervillain and the villain's uh, superpower is coughing the pandemic at you. You know, that could be a story we could explore. All right. I'm, I'm an idiot, but disposable urinals are the summer's new popular item as consumers try to avoid public restrooms. There is one surprise summer product that is trending in shopping searches. It's disposable urinal bags. They've been seeing an increase in popularity and demand in the recent weeks. I myself had never heard of these things. Uh, they're finding that, according to Amazon search ranking, the Travel John disposable urinal bags have increased five times in their search within the last month alone. I googled this myself and looked for it on Amazon. I found the Travel John disposable urinal bag and uh it blew my mind i'm not gonna lie there's a video i clicked on that showed you how to use the damn thing it's just it's unbelievable what's what's really funny is they sell some <laughs> amazon has you can buy used ones it says new and used mm, who's buying a used urinal bag i think that's a gotta be a typo or something uh regardless these urinal bags it's like a little pouch with a cup at the end that uh i guess men and women can use this thing i don't know they didn't show an individual really using it. They just kind of gave you the idea of how to use it in the video. Uh, I don't know why these are so popular. Um, it would seem to me that it's just much easier to just pee in the bushes. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you live where there is no bushes. Uh, but yeah, I don't know about this disposable urinal thing. You know, as far as the environment goes, much too much plastic and rubber. And then it says it says disposable. So you're not even recycling the damn thing. Just you just chuck it in the trash, you know. 
can we just like do it old school and piss behind a tree and save Mother Nature here, please? It's bad enough the number of masks and rubber gloves that we're just putting out into the atmosphere right now. I mean, the plastic bags, everything, the paper towels. My goodness. Yeah, we're going to save ourselves from the coronavirus. And then we're just going to like totally pollute the planet and have no recognizable future for our future generations. All right. All right. Off my soapbox. I apologize. Let's get back to the story. As consumers begin to travel again following pandemic-related lockdowns, they remain leery of public restrooms. Urinal bags, which use chemicals to turn liquid into an odorless solid that can later be thrown away in a trash can, offer a solution to consumers on road trips or camping excursions. Camping excursions? That's when you definitely pee in the forest on camping excursions. Who's using this bag? If you use this bag on a camping excursion, you're a terrible human being. The products from brands such as Travel John and Peabody. Really? Peabody? Never heard of that one. Uh, which makes a urination device for women to use while standing. Uh, They have all seen interest surge on Amazon since May. Other retailers, including Deerfield-based Walgreens, are also stocking the brand as well. Tina Caswell, who handles public relations uh, for the maker of Travel John, wrote in an email that the company is seeing a drastic increase in sales for its products. The company has temporarily paused our social media promotions as we increased our production to keep up with the demand. Wow, she added. While Travel John is running paid ads on Amazon as well as a half-page ad in the NASCAR 2020 preview and press guide, the company has placed other magazine ads. Who cares about their ads? What do we give a damn? Get back to the damn urinal. Sales of such products may continue to increase as more consumers hit the roads. Camping, RV, and road trip essentials are seeing growth as well. Well, in my opinion, this is not a camping or RV or road trip essential. I mean, maybe a road trip, maybe. Um, if you don't, if you don't foresee any area where you can pull over and pee in the bushes, I don't see what's wrong with peeing in the bushes. Is this a thing now? No one's do it. No one's doing that. When I was young, this is, this is what we did. I still do it. I still pee in the bushes sometimes outside somewhere behind a tree. I'm not ashamed of that. It's better than peeing in some stupid bag and then I got to throw it in the trash and I just add to the ever-increasing you know, pollution that we have on this planet. Nothing wrong with peeing in a bush. I, ladies do it too. There's nothing wrong with a lady peeing in nature. Nothing wrong at all. It's a beautiful thing, right? And by the way, some restrooms aren't so bad. They're not so bad. You you know, you always got to make a restroom choice. You, you open the door, you'll take a look in. You know, even without a pandemic going on, I've looked at some bathrooms at rest stops and said to myself, wow, I'm probably going to catch Ebola in that damn thing. And then I didn't use it. I went behind the gas station or, we, you know, I pulled over somewhere else. These are, the, these are the decisions that we make. I don't think you need one of these bags is what I'm saying. This is silly behavior to pee in this thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys have used this thing on a regular. You call the show. You let me know. Do you have experience with this urinal bag? 646-450-2012. Tinder's catfish detector is now rolling out and will be available in the UK. I don't even know about this catfish detector because I haven't been on a dating site in so long or an app rather. Uh, But we've all been there, right? You meet someone, they don't look at anything like their photo. And by the way, if you're meeting someone right now off Tinder, just be, you know, be careful. We're dealing with a pandemic here, all right? Uh, they should have a coronavirus detector on this damn thing, right? 
the art the article says meeting someone you connected with online can be awkward it's even worse when that person looks nothing like their photos tinder's photo verification feature prompts a user to pose for two real-time selfies and uses ai to compare them with their existing pictures if it's a match they get a blue check mark on their profile which should provide some level of assurance that the person isn't a catfish now, this feature has been available in U.S. markets for a few months. I was unaware of it. Uh, I find it to be fascinating that they had to build this into the app because there was so much catfishing done. They must have had so many complaints of people not looking anything like their photo. Now, Tinder uses a combination of human labor and AI to match the photos for this particular feature. Uh, Tinder says that photo verification is meant to enhance the safety of members and ensure the authenticity of profiles. Um, how do you how do you make sure their personality is authentic, though? You got something for that, Tinder? I mean, I know you're all about the looks here, but like, you know, <laughs> like what if they're funny in their profile, but they're not funny in real life? Come on. Uh, apparently, predators have used online dating apps to find their victims. That's an issue. And while this won't necessarily stop them. Tinder users can at least be assured that a verified profile isn't a complete fabrication. Tinder has verified profiles in the past as well, but you virtually had to be a low-level celebrity to do so. This process should make it easier to earn trust, and hopefully it cuts down on some catfishing. Well, you know, this is absolutely necessary. Um, and it makes your app a little bit more appealing compared to the other ones because you have this feature. You know, one of the major complaints with dating apps is the person doesn't look like the photos. I get it. Um, and, you know, it's unfortunate, but these apps are, uh, most of them anyways, most of the dating apps are looks-based. Like, all the value of the person seems to be centered around their looks. It's unfortunate because when it comes to finding a long-term partner, you know, you want other qualities as well. And it doesn't seem like Tinder's making any guarantees of those things. Just the fact that they, you know, making them, making it so they they must look like their photos. Uh, so you don't get fooled in that manner. But what about when you're fooled by an asshole, you know, and next thing you know, the person steals your bank account. Like, how do you, <laughs> how do you guarantee that, Tinder? Can we... Can we get some of that? Can you do like a criminal background check as well? And, you know, you must pass that before you get a blue check. That would be pretty helpful. In other words, not just the looks, but like guarantee us quality individual here, like from a person standpoint, from an honest standpoint. Can you do something like that? <laughs> I don't think we'll ever see that. Do you guys have any catfish nightmare stories? I'm sure that you do. Any dating nightmare stories? Uh, call the show 646-450-2012. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You should listen to Weird AF News. What's up, y'all? This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I'm highly caffeinated, as I should be. This is how you show up to work, guys. <laughs> I want to thank Trillian McMillian on Twitter. He wrote me a nice message on there and tagged me. He posted a ridiculous Florida story, and then he highly recommended listening to Florida Fridays on Weird AF News. He wrote, it's an eye-opener. Yeah, it's actually more like an ear-opener. 
I think, right? Because it's a podcast. Can it, can it really be an eye opener if it's a podcast? I don't know. My goodness, the details, the details. Who are we? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, Melissa Morales on Facebook wrote me a message. Hey, Jonesy, just finished listening and laughing because of the cat guy's reference. She says, I dated a cat guy. It didn't work out. The cat hated me. I didn't care for her either. Oh, well, stay out of the dumpsters, Jonesy. You're the best part of my day. Oh, it's nice to be the best part of somebody's day. That's pretty sweet. By the way, cat guys, uh, I'm not surprised it didn't work out. Cats are cats are difficult. Um, it's easy to date a dog person because a dog will like anybody. You know, the, the, the dogs aren't selective at all. You just like pat the damn thing on the head, give it a treat, and it'll, you know, follow you around, love you forever. Cats have personality. They're, they're picky. They have preferences, <laughs> you know? You have to win a cat over, then it could take time. It could take years. Who knows? You know. Uh, so I totally get that, uh, Melissa. And thank you for reaching out to me. Lisa Durig uh, wrote me a nice review on Facebook, uh, which is a place that I, I normally don't get reviews. I didn't know you could get a review on there, but she tried to put it on Amazon, and it wouldn't allow that. Look, at if you're having a hard time putting the review on Amazon, which I understand, just go to iTunes, everybody. Leave it on iTunes, and it's super helpful on iTunes as well. So... Uh, and I mean, almost all of us have an Apple account, right? Uh, Lisa wrote, I actually had a nightmare last night that Jonesy called me out, called me out on the show, demanding to know why I hadn't left him a review. So Jonesy, here's your review. And, uh, she wrote at the end of the, she wrote, PS, you sing this on your, if you sing this on your podcast, as you promise, I want Freddie Mercury style. Good luck. And which that's a tough one. That's one. Um, so here, here, here it goes. You... You are hilarious in the... <laughs> I can't do this. Hold on. You are hilarious in part of my mornings when my husband says, okay, Google, good morning, Google. You come up halfway through the list when I say good morning to Google. You come up first. No matter whose morning session comes up, no one gets their lazy ass out of bed until you are finished. Listening to the depressing news goes on and on and on and then there's Jonesy. Listen, weird AF news. Then we all have a better feeling And then we're ready to face the day It's not time to make breakfast Until the fat Jonesy sings Ha ha ha! Oh man, nailed that one! You're welcome, Lisa, and the whole fam uh, <laughs> That was a fun one Well, I, didn't, I wasn't sure I could do it, but we gave it a shot Freddie Mercury Sings Lisa's review of Weird AF News. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. You guys can leave me a, re a review on uh, any of these things, so please do. Stitcher, whatever you listen to your podcast on, I think there's a review function. Uh, so look into that and do a little screenshot and send it to me, and I'll, I'll do a little performance for you and give you a shout-out. Um, I could use the reviews because it pushes up my podcast in the rankings, and I'm trying to spread Weird AF News like a virus. Um, sorry, the virus jokes are really out of place right now. Please forgive me. Um, what else did I want to say? Oh, yeah, join my Patreon. Wow, do it, do it. You could join the Patreon. You know, it's very, very easy. You just go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And then, you you know, you sign up for Jonesy's Patreon. 
Some people do it. You know who did it today? Ronnie Tucker. Ronnie Tucker, my buddy, joined the Patreon. Ronnie's been a fan of the show for quite a while, actually, and uh, finally joined the Patreon. And I'm so appreciative because Ronnie is contributing to my caffeinated fund. <laughs> Thank you, Ronnie. You're keeping me on the caffeine, baby. That's what I need in life. So big shout out to Ronnie Tucker. You guys can join the team. The Patreon team. Why not? You get bonus episodes and weird stuff in there. And you get to join some conversations that we have in there. I post like, uh, you know, I put something up there. I'm like, what do you guys think of this weird shit? And then we all weigh in on it. And then and, and sometimes I put some personal stuff in there too. People get a, a more glimpse into my life. Like I put a video in there showing the closet that I'm recording in because it's ridiculous. And then people seem to enjoy that. Um, yeah, which is pretty cool. So check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Tomorrow, as you know, is uh, Friday. And you know what happens on Fridays, guys. Florida Fridays. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Feel free to send me articles for Florida Friday. Send them today. Send them pronto. Stat, stat, as they say in the ER. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. You can send them to me on Facebook as well. Comedian Jonesy on there. Instagram at funnyjones. Twitter at funnyjones as well. Hope to hear from you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Florida Fridays, baby. Hold tight. Hey, Jonesy. It's Gus again from Western New York. I'm calling about the injured penises by the British Columbia researchers. Well, the one with the dog that injured it, bit it, I'm guessing he wasn't at a friend's house or they were having fun together with maybe some uh, peanut butter. Um, but me, personally, I like to use a little ham because I like a little teeth. Just to let you know, that's uh, something I've never been injured, but, eh, hey. Thanks. Bye. Yay! Hey, Jonesy. This is Cassandra Inglesby, also known as Trees Dance Alone on Instagram. I think you should sing an entire episode. Hey, Jonesy. Guess what today is? Happy anniversary! Jonesy, today or the day you will be hearing this, uh, is the one-year anniversary of me joining the Weird AF News family. So, just wanted to let everyone else know, Michael, all the usuals, everyone that listens that today, the day that you'll all be hearing this, is the one-year anniversary of me joining the Weird AF News family. So... All right. Bye. Uh, hey, Jonesy. Uh, I'm just checking in, uh, calling you about uh, one uh, Miss Mendoza, uh, 37, of uh, Newport, Richie, Florida. Uh, you know, age 37. I understand. I understand exactly what she was doing. She was thinking, you know, I just fought. I just fought for the world title of the craziest-ass stripper in Florida, and I didn't win. And now... I don't even have enough money to pay my electric bill. And just like any normal person would do, they figured, hey, if I just steal a meter off the wall here at the strip club, perhaps, I don't know what the hell she was thinking about. Maybe perhaps she could attach it to her own home and, uh, you know, scam the system some other way. <laughs> Miss Lakeisha Johnson of Miami, number 29 years old. Uh, honey, if you start taking off all your clothes in the jail, like doing the things she was doing to see if you could get out of being in jail, oh, no, no, honey, you're going to get locked up every weekend because you're a free show.
All right, Jonesy. I've been trying to comment individually on each one of these stripper stories you got here. I, I just feel like a broken record. They're nuts, man. They're crazy. They're strippers. They're hilarious. I love the stories. The end. Hello. Now, Jonesy, I just said I wasn't going to comment on these strippers, but then I listened to that last one about the coconut. To quote the great Miss Doubtfire, "'Twas a drive-by fruiting." Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's the only proper thing you could say in that moment, Jonesy.